Hello and welcome to the Legacy Church Sermons Podcast. At Legacy Church, we help people find their identity in Jesus and their place in His mission to impact the world through the gospel. We ask that you grab your Bibles, listen up, and we hope that you hear a great word from the Lord today. If you were to die today, where would you spend all of eternity? I love those answers, by the way. Amen. But here's the thing. Has anybody ever been asked that question before? Is it, am I the only one who's ever been asked that question? Have you been asked that question before in your life? Maybe you've heard an old school preacher saying and preaching, and they said, if you were to die at this moment, where would you spend all of eternity? It's a, it's, I, I saw some looks, and you're like, man, Patrick, that's really aggressive. That's really aggressive, man. How are you going to start a sermon like that? No, I really want us to understand this concept. And the concept comes from maybe this understanding of what we are to live and be like in our daily life, right? So in this, I want us to go a little bit deeper and think a little bit deeper about this particular question, because I believe if we spend time really gravitating and thinking towards what this is really uh, asking, I think there's a lot of things that come up in our heads and comes up in our minds. And for me personally, when somebody asked me that, I was like, oh my goodness, where am I going? Right? It, it has this moment of self-reflection as where is my heart with God? Where is, where is my motivation in Him? Where is my relationship with Him? Right? But let me just ask you this particular question in a different sense. If we were to take a moment and understand as a believer in Christ that there is a call and a mandate upon the church that we are to live like and be like, let me just ask it like this. Some of us may know people, and let me just ask you, do you know people that may need a relationship with the Lord, have been distant with God, may not have a true revelation of who He is, but yet we may be around them? Maybe it's at work, maybe it's at school, maybe it's with family, maybe it's an acquaintance, maybe it's just a friend, maybe it's a boyfriend or girlfriend, maybe it's a spouse. But the question I have for you today is not to self-reflect on us, but let's just think of it like this. With those individuals that God has placed around us, if they were to pass on today, would we be comfortable with that? The reason why I have to ask this is because we do have a mission. And this mission comes from what we know to be Jesus, right? Obviously, we celebrated Easter last month, but this, today we're, we're, we're celebrating all the things that our church is able to do. But I want to focus on some, uh, just uh, Matthew, actually. Matthew chapter 28. It's a very popular, famous scripture. And it's something that I know that we think about from time to time. But it kind of comes from this concept of what I just asked. With all the people that you're around, with the sphere of influence, with the words that you speak, with how you act, with what you talk about, with your everyday experience with these individuals that may be distant from God, are we making His name known? That is the question that we need to ask ourselves. Because in order for us to be a missional church, 
a missional person, we need to remember and reflect that we have work to do when it comes to the gospel. Amen? Amen. So in Matthew 28, verse 16 to 20, I'm just going to read and just track with me here. It says, Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always till the end of age. And a good amen was said by all. guys are getting the hang of it. That's cool. That's really cool. But you know, this is a very powerful text once you take a look at it. Because some of us can maybe struggle with the idea that, hey, you know what, I, I, I see what the disciples were called to do, but maybe myself, maybe I don't need to do all that. But I just want us to get back in the frame of mind which I believe this scripture is trying to teach not only the disciples, but it's teaching us to this day. There is work to do, and we can't be quiet about the good thing that God did for us on the cross ever. As a matter of fact, if we take a look at this, there is just this push and this, uh, I would say, this empowerment to go and not be silent. So if we take this value that we have, all people matter to God, therefore all people matter to us here at Legacy Church, that's taken out of what I would say the Great Commission. There is work to do. So because all people matter to God, then we need to remember all people matter to us on an everyday basis, which would actually mean we must unashamedly go and reach the people God loves. That is what we are called to do. That's good. I like that. So as we unashamedly go... And as we unashamedly be, proclaim his goodness in the environments that we are in, does that mean we get to go up and maybe ask the question that I ask, if you were to die today? No, I'm not saying to do that. But it is going to take some effort on our side. It's going to take some, it is going to take some boldness, I would say, on our side. But let me just kind of give us some direction here because I really felt convicted about this as I was writing it. And, and I, I will say, if we are to turn off the news, if we are to turn off social media for a minute, if we are to just kind of take a step back, get back in prayer, read the Word, we will re remember that God legitimately loves everyone, Right? And our goal and our mission as people here in this church is to go and reach the people God loves, which is everyone. Now, that is going to take intentionality on our part. 
We are going to have to be very intentional about how we build our relationships, build our friendships, build our family, build our workspaces. We're going to have to be extremely intentional about that. That would actually mean that even though you're in the midst of this culture that, that goes a little crazy every now and again, we have to be intentional enough to say, if I'm going to build a relationship today, may it be a relationship that gives God glory. If I'm going to develop something in my family, may it be something that brings us closer to who Christ is. If I'm going to be a witness, let me, let me be a person that understands how to build relationships, how to speak to people. Yeah, I'm going to need that gentleness. I'm going to need that patience. I'm going to need that meekness. I'm going to need all of those elements that we understand in the fruit of the Spirit. I'm going to need all of that. We all are. But we have to remember, we have a mission to do. That mission obviously comes from what we say, the Great Commission. He says to go and make disciples. So as we do, as we do encourage, as we encourage ourselves to go, we have to be intentional, meaning if we're around people that don't know who Christ Jesus is, if we're around people that are maybe hesitant to understand who he is or hesitant to be around some of us who are believers, it means we have to be even more on our game to love. That's what I mean by being intentional. We have to be more on our game to be gentle. We have to be more on our game to fulfill what he's called us to do in those elements within the fruit of the Spirit. We have work to do. And I, I understand that we've been doing some work. Amen, that we've been doing work, but there is more to be done. Like, you know, as we take a look at what we've been going through through the pandemic I asked the question to some of my friends and maybe some of my family, and, you know, I'm just going to ask it to you. What if I was to say, even through this knowledge of the pandemic, that, you know, it's forced us to wear a mask, it's forced us to stay at home and educate our kids, which was fun. <laughs> Hallelujah. It has forced us to do many different things because we want to make sure that everybody is safe and stays away from this virus, right? But what if I was to say that there was a pandemic that started in the fall of man, meaning when Adam and Eve ate the fruit, a pandemic started. What if I was to tell you this particular pandemic affects your mindset, it affects your relationships, it affects your relationship with God himself and it actually creates this distance between us. What if I was to say that? Because essentially, that's what happened in a spiritual sense. And that's why this Great Commission is so important for us to understand. Why? Because we have to remember we're on the go. We need to go and make sure that we are on point on our game, being intentional, and making disciples. You know, as we talk through a lot of different things, we've been talking about what's been going on during the pandemic, obviously, and it's been pretty, 
traumatic in some cases about what's been going on with race relations, the police, and all those elements, and it's, it's getting a pretty aggressive out there, right? It's, it's getting tough. Everything has become political. Everything has become a little shaky, and, and in some cases, it makes us nervous to talk to people about who Christ is. Maybe it makes us nervous to interact, but you know, there's something that we have to acknowledge when it comes to the Great Commission. I understand that when we talk about culture canceling many different facets of this, what's going on right now, we have to be intentional in our own personal lives, and we have to do something that goes against the grain and cancel our comfort. What would happen if we canceled our comfort and began to express how good God is? What if we, no matter what day it is, no matter what's going on in our lives, what if we canceled the comfort and began to speak to some of our friends that have been distant towards the Lord? See, I understand here at Legacy, we are great givers. And I would say in this house, this is a spiritual gift from this house. We can give. Amen? That's a good thing. But I would also say that we are a church that loves people and loves them well. Amen to that? But if we are to be honest with ourselves, are we doing the absolute best we can to go to our local communities and express how good God is? Are we doing the absolute best to make sure that those who are struggling in certain mindsets or certain things in their lives like addiction or uh, certain mindsets like depression, but where they're just not aligned with Christ, but they're trying to figure everything out on their own. What if I was to say that because we have this message internally, we have something to express to these who are struggling in life that may be distant? You have a gift right now, and that gift is the gospel. As we celebrate what God has been doing through our church, I just wanted to say I was ready to do the most encouraging word, but you know, God, I would say, kind of stirred me this direction, and it was very convicting because it causes me to do a self-reflection on myself. So don't think that I'm the most amazing person doing all this all the time. I'm with everybody else. There's a lot more that we can do. Can can we agree that there's a more that we can do? So I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. November, I think actually November 14th will be the next Mission Sunday. And I would say that if we take time from this point to the next Mission Sunday to unashamedly go after the people God loves our atmospheres will be different, whether it's in our workspace, 
whether it's at home, whether it's with our friends, whether it's here in service, I really believe that we would probably be looking at a different church if we truly go about this the way that I believe Christ is calling us to. There's work to be done, church. We just need to get aggressive in this game. Get intentional every single day. Because let's, let's, let's say like this. I could give you statistics after statistics at where we are as a community in a spiritual sense, but I'm pretty sure we can gauge where we're at, right? I can give you facts about what's going on, but I'm pretty sure that we can discern where we are as a culture, as community. We can gauge where we are. But as we gauge where we are, let us remember this. We've been called to do something. Now, I understand that many people want to talk and maybe talk through what's the purpose of my life or what is the calling of my life. I'm trying to pursue God and so that I can understand what he's truly calling me to do and live by. But here's what I want us to understand. There is a calling on all of our lives, and that calling is to go. That calling is to make disciples. The question that we have to ask ourselves are we saying yes to that calling every day? So today, even as we talk through the celebration, this, as, as we celebrate everything that we've been doing missionally, as we've been giving to our partners, as we've been praying for the communities and also the different parts of this world, we have to remember that we have a calling to act. So today, we celebrate what we've given, but my prayer is that we give even more so that we can advance the kingdom of God. As we celebrate our partnerships with great partners like Bell and Sparrows, Emily's Place, Real Options, and so on, we pray that they continue to transform lives through the work that they're achieving and doing. We thank God for the transformed lives that they've, they've dealt with thus far, but we're going to pray for more, right? Even as we celebrate our global partnerships like Marissa's House, La Chapelle, Hearts for Mexico, and so on, our prayer is that more people would have an opportunity to hear the word, the good news, the gospel message that transforms lives so that we can welcome more people to our family. So what do we do now? Well, last week, Pastor Kevin gave a strategy. Does everybody remember that strategy, by the way? Anybody? Okay. Nobody remembers. Kevin, hmm. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but seriously, this is a true strategy. We do need to go out, and there's an old school term, really old school. It, they called it become a soul-winning church. Has anybody heard that term before? Okay. 
The old school would say that you need to be in the business of making disciples, reaching out to those who need to understand who he is, and that means that we need to shift our mindsets and become a soul-winning person, meaning winning hearts and minds to the understanding of who Christ is. So whether that is in all those spaces that we've talked about this morning, let us engage, let us impact. As we close this series out, Let us be fired up to make disciples. Amen? All right, that was a weak amen. I got to feel encouraged here. Amen? All right. So here's what we got to do. As we get prepared to move forward in our missional stance, let's just make sure that we're going. And as we go, that we're intentional. As we're intentional, that we're intentional in love, in gentleness, in kindness, and everywhere we go that we're building relationships with the understanding that I want to make sure that this relationship is to glorify God, our Savior. As we do missions, as we give, may we have the heartbeat that says, you know what, I'm just giving. I know it's the thing to do, but let my mindset, let our mindset be that of this, what I'm giving is going to change a life today. Let our mindsets be uh, uh, ministry in all of those actions. And let us not forget, if you ever feel like you're in a place where you just don't have the strength or the ability to do this, even Pastor Kevin brought this up last week, but it's in Acts chapter 1, 8. And it says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. We have the Holy Spirit living in us that gives us the angst, the ability, the, the boldness, uh, I, I would say the, the discipline in many cases to go. So are we ready to act, church? Are you ready to act? Are we ready to impact? Because let's just say, let's just say today, you've already made a huge impact but I believe God is calling us to do more. Amen? Amen. I believe God wants us to accomplish and impact more. So I just pray that our answer is yes and amen. Amen.